0: Hey, folks, Steve Lewis here. Thanks again for tuning into another episode. Sometimes I'll say turning, tuning in to another episode relevance for today. Hope you all are enjoying this two part series. And uh, it's about the believer, okay? The identity of the believer and the importance of that. And once again, keeping in mind, that in this day and age, 2022, when this is being aired, it's really important to know who we are in Christ because we all have assignments. We all have an assignment, and I really like that. Um, we were attending the Agape Christian Center up in Fort Kent, Maine. Such a blessing! What an amazing family, and of course, hey, we're all family. So basically, attending that service and uh, Holy Spirit was definitely. Definitely shaking and moving, and I'm not meaning that like no one was bouncing off walls and rolling down the floors or anything like that, but many of us came in expecting, and when you come in to the house of Christ, when you come into the church, and of course, once again, you know, I'm not going to repeat myself, but when you come into that church building and you come in expecting and just ready for the Holy Spirit to use you to do something, not just, like I said, you're not running around, your arms aren't shaking, you're not doing back flips and jumping off the ceiling, nothing like that. But when you're expecting to be used, when you show up saying, you know what, I know who I am as a believer. And when I go into this service today, Holy Spirit, use me in any way you can. Make my eyes open to the point where I can see the hurts. I can see what needs to be done. I can see where someone might need a word of encouragement. and so. When you go expecting to be used, you'll be used. You just don't know how, because that's how the Holy Spirit works. But the Holy Spirit, of course, dwelling within us, like I said in the last message about knowing who we are as believers and how we're the temple of the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit within us, when you get yourself out of the way up here and you allow the Holy Spirit to use you as a vessel, amazing things can happen. And I say that because when I was talking about the word assignment, we had a time of prayer. And once we were done praying, we did some spiritual warfare, we were doing some praying, and the Holy Spirit had a word, gave a word to Barb. Barb has a prophetic gift on her life. And she got up to the front and the word, and I'm sharing this because this could be for all of you out there. You know who you are. I'm telling you right now, guaranteed, if a thousand people listen to this show or watch this show, There's going to be at least 20 of you who are going to get this word and know what it means and understand it. And that word is, she went up there and said, she prayed for the Holy Spirit to give her a word, and the word was assignment. And then she continued to say that the body of Christ has an assignment. There's an assignment that needs to take place. There's assignments out there. And so she was sharing that, and she shared a little more in depth, but I won't get into that, but the point was when she was sharing that, the Holy Spirit was giving me a couple words to share to add on to that, and I found out that what I had to share was for an individual at the altar call afterwards. The pastors had Barb and I go up and minister to people, and when we did, I gave this woman the piece of nuggets that the Holy Spirit gave me, and this also is important, and it was with the assignment, okay? So here it is. So the word was assignment. There's an assignment out there for you. Some of you already know your assignments. Some of you don't. You're just walking around not knowing what's going on. You're confused as a believer. And this is all in, in the identity of the believer, okay? You're going around. You're not sure what you're supposed to do. You don't know where to begin. You don't know what the call is that God has on your life. You're looking around at everybody else thinking you're supposed to do what everybody else is doing. But instead, you have your own personal assignment. Now, as a veteran, myself, the one thing that came to mind for me when she was saying that just popped right up was, okay, you have an assignment, but before you can do an assignment, especially in the military, you have to know who you are. You have to be trained up and ready. If you don't know who you are, you're not going to be able to do it. If you don't know you're the chef of the restaurant, you're not going to be able to cook all the meals that night. You have to be ready. You have to know who you are. So before you can do that assignment, we go into basic training. We get trained up for a specific job. Once we get trained for that job, we're equipped and ready. We practice, we practice, we practice until it's time to go and do that real assignment. That actually happened with me because we were in the Gulf War. So we went, we got trained up. What was the assignment? We went to war. We practiced to go to war. Is that a good thing? No. But that's another day's talk. But the bottom line was that was the assignment. What's the assignment now? You know, go out, preach the gospel, preach the good news, preach the kingdom of God throughout the nations all around the world. Then the end will come. You know what I mean? Those are the assignments. What assignments are out there amongst your congregations? When I was sitting there and she said that, It was, okay, people need to know who they are. They need to know the authority they have as followers of Jesus Christ, as kingdom citizens. They need to know who they are. Once you know who you are, nothing can stop you. You'll go out here and love on everybody. It doesn't matter who it is. You'll love, you'll forgive. You'll be thankful for the forgiveness that's been shown to you. And you will act out what you read in that word of God. People will see Christ in you, the hope of glory, because you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. You know what I mean? Because you have your identity and you know who you are in Christ and you know who you are as the temple of the Holy Spirit. So you're going to go out here on your assignments and you're going to get trained and equipped. You're not just going to sit back and listen to the weekly sermon you're going to get out your Bible and start saying, okay, it's time for me to dig in. What did the apostles do? What were the disciples doing? Oh, okay. They were, Stephen was running a food pantry with the other, with several other ministers, but it also says that Stephen was full of power in the Holy Spirit, performed miracle signs and wonders, but yet he himself also was running a food pantry so when you think about an assignment and of course you know when i say is a food program um taking care of the widows but and the orphans but basically what i'm getting at is this when you know who you are you don't sit back and say well i want to be behind the pulpit you know look at me i'm in the basement And I'm loving it. I'm in the basement. I've got my studio set up. I'm almost finished getting things organized now that Barb and I've switched around a few things because, praise God, she has a job and she's working from home now. So, praise God. Thank you for all those out there who are praying for her. And uh, it's nice to have my wife home with me. And so, she's got her office upstairs and I'm getting my things all set up down here. But hey, this is where I'm at. Someone else might be speaking in front of thousands of people. Whereas I'm down here in the basement on a TV show and a podcast show. So there's all different things. But knowing who we are as believers, everybody has their own assignment. Train up, get equipped. Uh, Pastor Claudette in years ago s- did a, menis- did a uh, sermon about staying in your own lane like a runner running a race. What happens when you're running your race and you get up to the corner and you start looking to see who else is coming? You're going to keep running straight and you're going to get out of your lane into someone else's lane. And it's not going to be comfortable when it comes to the end of that race. So whatever it may be, you know your assignment, you learn who you are and what authority you have as a follower of Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit within you. And you step out in that authority and take care of business with that assignment that you have. And no assignment is better than the other. Just like we've talked in the past about serving, you know, serving in the congregation. Someone might be the door greeter. You know, Brother Paul Saya, one of the best ushers I've ever met, that man puts his whole heart in it, and he still has a Holy Spirit within him, and he runs a prayer ministry as well, but you would not know by seeing him. It doesn't matter. He's full of joy. He's all about serving the Lord. He's so happy and bubbly that he drives people who are having a bad attitude crazy because they're looking at him like, why is he so excited? You know, but instead it's like, hey, I know who I am. I know my identity. I'm justified. I'm saved. I am blessed. I am sealed by the Holy Spirit. Bam. I know who I am. You know what I mean? So that's my rant for this episode so far. So, but no, I just wanted to share that though. And that was the importance. Your assignment. Why do you need to know who you are as a believer of Christ? Because you have an assignment. Because when you know who you are, you'll step up with that authority you won't be afraid to get up in front of crowds. You all have something inside you that the world needs. Don't hold it back. And don't hide it under a bush, right? This little light of mine, right, Pastor Josh? I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, right? Whatever your gifting is, remember, somebody's missing out on that. Whatever it is, whatever ministry you're supposed to get involved in, whatever ministry you're supposed to start, knowing who you are changes everything. It really does. Because once you know who you are, according to God's word, not according to man's definition, knowing who you are as a believer in Jesus Christ changes everything. Trust me, just like being in the military. You know, when you knew who you were as an th- authority figure, whether you were a sergeant, staff sergeant, tech sergeant, master sergeant, chief master sergeant, when you knew who you were and what authority you had, you took charge and you did your job. Just like when I was an instructor, I taught people how to work on planes. So I knew who I was. I knew my responsibility. So I did what I was supposed to do. That was my job. I knew it was my job. In fact, we were the only trainers in the United States because it was a special aircraft. But I was the only four man out of there Was four of us. You had the one man, two man, three man, four man, and the team chief, so to speak. But... I was the only one in the United States. So it was crazy. But you knew who you were and you taught, you trained, you equipped people to do that. So now here we are training, equipping, teaching, not just to sit and soak, but to get up and get out there and get those assignments done. Make sense? Okay, so we're going to go on with this. So this is (laughs) part two and the final part of the identity of the believer, okay? And if you haven't asked Jesus Christ into your life, continue to watch. Make sure you watch episode one first as well before watching this episode, so you'll get the first ones. But I'll just go over them real quick. First of all, keep in mind a believer is defined as, in the New Testament, the word believer is used for a person who is convinced that Jesus is the Messiah and the author of salvation. The Greek word usually translated believer or believing Carries the idea of faithfulness and loyalty. A believer is one who faithfully trusts in Jesus Christ. And you know if it's you or not. Okay. And keep in mind also, I'll be sharing out of one of my books, God's Answers for You. Let's see if it can show it right there. Ooh, look at that. God's Answers for You. Trying to get it to focus. God's Answers for You uh, by Project Care. Northern Ohio Evangelism Home Ministries, and this is an older one. This is 1983, but I love going and getting different books in the bookstore. You never know what you're going to find. So the first one was The Believer is Forgiven. This is what we went in in the last episode. The believer is forgiven. The believer is justified. The believer is a new creature. The believer is sanctified. The believer is sealed by the Holy Spirit. And the believer is made the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the believer is delivered from condemnation. Okay, so that's where we left off. So here we are at the believer is given peace. And once again, I'm doing these so that you all, as well as me, can be reminded of who we are as believers. So we can step up to the plate and get out here and have some confidence in who we are as believers. Sound good? Okay, so this one is Romans 5, 1. The believer is given peace. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, remember, how do you get to God, the Heavenly Father in heaven? Through Jesus Christ, the Son. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through Him. Amen? Yes, that's the truth. Okay, and the next one's John 14, 27. Jesus said this, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled nor fearful. So God gives us peace. And of course, we have the Holy Spirit within us. That love, joy, peace, 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 peace within us. Okay, from the fruit of the Spirit through the Holy Spirit. So even though there's times when life is rocky and there's no way in the world we'll get any peace, we have to remember who we are, the believer, right? Like uh, my man Isaiah used to say, Steve the believer. (laughs) So the believer is given peace. Who are we given peace from? Our Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ and of course the Holy Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace is right in here. It's just a matter of us Getting ourselves out of the way. Yes, it's hard. Steve, you don't know. Yeah, I do know. I'm still buying gas the same way you are. And it's getting expensive and heating oil and electric. But we still have to remember who we are. We still have to draw on that peace that can only come from Christ. Sound good? The believer is made an heir of God. Yes. Galatians 3.29. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's descendants, heirs according to promise. We were adopted into the family. As Gentiles, we were adopted in, grafted in to the family line of Abraham. Praise God. If we belong to Christ, then we are Abraham's descendants. Amen. You can read about Abraham, of course, in the Old Testament. And, uh, Really important, folks. It's important that we get this in our minds, in our hearts, in our spirit, soul, and body. Truly is. Galatians 4, 7. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. So I just want to say right now, thank you, Heavenly Father, for sending Jesus Christ down, raising him from the dead giving us the Holy Spirit when we asked Him into our lives and repented of our sin. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I can't thank you enough. Reading over these verses, all it does is just pave the way for more thankfulness, to pave the way for reminding us once again how grateful we should be, because it truly is really important that we know these things. And I don't want to sound like a broken record, but know who you are as a believer I need you. We need you. We need to come alongside one another. Really important. And for those of you listening to this, watching this, I'm not one of these untouchable people. Contact me. Let's talk. Let me know how these shows are doing. Let me know if this is touching you in a certain way. Is it reaching you? Is it blessing you? Is it reminding you? Leave some comments in the comment section. Get in touch with me and uh we'll go from there okay we can talk about this who knows maybe we'll do a show and i'll have you on or something and we'll just talk about the amazing things that god has done in our lives the believer is blessed with all spiritual blessings ephesians 1 3 blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in christ whoo Man, I'm going to read that again. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. And I said it before, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7, with that peaceful love, with the love that doesn't hurt, that doesn't cause harm, that forgives. All those are blessings. Blessings doesn't have to be money all the time in your hands. Blessings could be fresh air to breathe, a heart beating, eyes that see, ears that hear. Don't take for granted life, folks, because we've seen many people. We've seen, I don't know, I can't remember his name now, but we've seen motivational speakers who have no arms and legs getting up and down off of a table and they say they're blessed. That's powerful. That's what I'm talking about. You know, counting your blessings. What can you do with what you have? What's your assignment? Now that you know who you are and remember who you are, what can you do with the blessings that you received? The blessing of life, the blessing of a voice, the blessing of the Holy Spirit within you, getting yourself out of the way and allowing the Holy Spirit to use you to do mighty works, mighty things in your communities, in your regions, in your areas, wherever it may be. Or in my case, speaking to a room full of brothers and sisters in Christ in Pakistan. Sometimes there's seven, sometimes there's five, sometimes there's 20. It doesn't matter. Use the blessings those spiritual blessings that we receive. Very important. So we're blessed, right? The believer is blessed with all spiritual blessings. Let those blessings overflow onto other people. And keeping in mind, if you are a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ, then because you have the Holy Spirit dwelling within you, then you are truly blessed for sure, just like I said. The believer is delivered from his evil world. Galatians 1, 3-5 Grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins so that he might rescue us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forevermore. Amen. Yes. Powerful. That right there. I mean, just reading that one, you know, it makes you want to stand up and scream from the rooftops. And while I was typing this and getting things ready, I was listening to worship music. Elevation Worship was playing. And You know, you just, I was in the moment. I could have stayed in that moment for a while, but I knew I need to get this recorded and get some yard work done, get out here and sit on my lawnmower for a little bit. But I wanted to make sure I got this done. But at the same time, you're reading that, you feel the power in that, grace to you. This is the Apostle Paul writing to the churches in Galatia. Grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins so that he might rescue us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forevermore. Amen. That's powerful. And so, yes, I wrote this statement here. Here we go. I'm going to read it. He has delivered us from evil, and as we go through each day, we must never forget that God, our Heavenly Father in Heaven, loves the world so much that He wanted to restore the broken relationship with man after Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. That love was so strong, He sent His one and only Son to save us. He came down and took on human flesh to be the ultimate sacrifice for mankind. Then he defeated death and rendered Satan powerless over our eternal lives. If we choose to follow Jesus Christ and repent of our sins, because as God's word says, this is the only way to the father. Then Jesus defeated death and rose from the dead. And now he is seated at the right hand of the father. And we have been given the Holy Spirit so we can be representatives of him on this earth as kingdom citizens as it is in heaven. Amen. So, you know, that's where it's at. Just getting excited about that, knowing who you are. It's about just mm, knowing who you are. Read those as a declaration. Read all those. Go right down the line to each one of those. That right there could be a declaration. The believer is. The believer is justified. The believer is saved. The believer is given peace. The believer is this. The believer is that. And then, like I said before in part one, you could even take that, the believer, and make it, I am justified through Jesus Christ. I am, and so forth. I am saved by the grace of God. I am saved because God so loved the world. I am blessed because I have the Holy Spirit within me. I am sealed with the Holy Spirit. I have the power of the Holy Spirit flowing through me. I have the right to go out here and love my neighbor. I have the right to love God, our Heavenly Father. I have the right to speak up and declare that Jesus Christ is Lord and so forth. You have kingdom authority because the kingdom on this earth, after Jesus came and the Holy Spirit was given to man, He came back to restore the kingdom that was taken away from Satan, taken away by Satan, sorry. And so everything was restored. Now, when we ask Jesus Christ to our life and we repent, the believer, the believer we become is that kingdom citizen that should be walking in faith, that should be walking in power, that should be walking in that resurrection power. There should be walking, knowing who they are so that many will be blessed, many will be reached. There's going to come a day, folks, when all the signs on the doors are going to come off the church buildings, and we're all going to get united as one. And instead of being an army of 20, army of 30 over here, an army of 50 over here, an army of 10, it's going to be an army of 1,000, an army of 2,000, 3,000, 20,000, 100,000. No one will be able to fight against that much love coming at you. Well, I hate you. Well, I don't hate you because you're a creation of God. I love you. I'm supposed to love you. That's who I am. You know, some people call it killing them with kindness. Some people say, you know, heaping hot coals on someone's head by blessing them so much that they just don't know what to do with themselves and they get mad at themselves because of the way they treated you. But either way, it all starts with knowing who you are as the believer. So my prayer today is that you'll take these two episodes, that you'll watch them, listen to them, take some notes, and then act. One of the new sayings I have when I'm doing some writing is pray, pray, pray some more, and then act. Don't just pray and sit back and put your feet up. Pray and act on it, whether you share that with other people, like a prayer request or whatever it might be, or you pray about, Lord, use me, and you get up, Heavenly Father, I pray that you open up my eyes to see the hurting, to see the loss so I can get out here and do something because I know who I am as a believer in Jesus Christ. Make sense? Let's pray. So, Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this opportunity, as always, to share this message. I thank you for being able to share it on Kingdom Community TV, YouTube, Facebook, all the different channels that we're on. I thank you so much for Kingdom Community TV. I thank you so much for Hip Hop with Christ. Thank you so much for Relevance for Today, ministry. I thank you for all those out there that are a part of just connecting together to reach the world for you, teaming up with you, teaming up with the Holy Spirit, because we can't do it without you. I thank you for Libsyn and how I'm able to do the podcast through Libsyn so people can listen and all the other avenues that we're able to use. So Heavenly Father, I just ask right now that you just watch over and protect all my listeners and watchers. And if they have concerns and prayer, that they will open up and share those so we can pray for them. Lord, I thank you so much. I do not take what I get to do lightly because it's all about serving you, just being a servant. So I thank you for all these things. I pray these things with the authority of the Holy Spirit within me, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name, I pray these things. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in to the two-part episode. I really hope you got something out of it. Send me a message. Write me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or just send me a message. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, concerns. Uh, If you have any tips, advice, if you want to ask me anything about whatever's going on, or if you want to know more about this little booklet right here, one of the many books I've got on my shelf that I need to thin out, but this one I'm keeping for sure because it has some great nuggets in it. But God's Answers for You, Project Care, Northern Ohio, Evangelism. Home missions. I'm not sure if they're still around, but that book is definitely a neat little reader and it's definitely good for reminding you where you need to be. We don't want to sit back and read ourselves to death. We want to sit back and read, get equipped, and step up and step out. Sound good? Hey, don't forget kingdomcommunity.tv. Get over there and you can watch and listen to uh, many different TV shows, not only mine. But many other ministers and ministries. There's some amazing shows over there. Definitely advantage to get over there as well. Also, don't forget about YouTube, the YouTube channel I'm over on Instagram. Relevance for today, Stephen Lewis. And don't forget as well, check out Hip Hop with Christ with JP Ladybug and uh check her out as well she's over in the philippines so that'd be an awesome blessing for you to get over there for those of you who are listening that are from the philippines check her out because she actually has shows where they speak in the philippine language and they do some in english as well but check her out also and of course relevance for today don't forget to subscribe on any podcast channel we're also on apple tv through kingdom community tv and uh, Spotify. We're on Google TV and a few other locations. So with that being said, hey, God bless. Love you all. Take care of yourselves.
1: Peace.